In this episode of Desert Island Torah, we have the zechut of speaking to Rabbi Dr. Ari Berman, president of Yeshiva University. A gifted leader and scholar, Dr. Berman graduated with distinction from four of Yeshiva University's schools. He earned his BA from Yeshiva College, his MA in Medieval Jewish Philosophy from the Bernard Ravel Graduate School of Jewish Studies, and his rabbinical ordination from Ritz. His studies also included two years of learning at Yeshiva Haaretzion in Israel under the tutelage of a seminal Jewish thinker and leader, Rabbi Dr. Aaron Lichtenstein. After making Aliyah to Israel in 2008, Dr. Berman completed his higher education with a PhD in Jewish thought at the Hebrew University of Jerusalem. He led the Jewish Center in New York City as its rabbi, served as instructor of Talmud at Yeshiva College and Herzl College, served on the Executive Council at Herzl College and was Chief Executive of Heichal Shlomo. Center of Jewish Heritage in Jerusalem. He lectures widely throughout the US and Israel and has written numerous articles on subjects addressing contemporary Jewish thought, modern philosophy, and trends in higher education. He recently published a book with Koran called The Final Exam. Thank you so much, Rabbi Dr. Ari Berman, for joining us today. It's a real zakhut to have you with us. Thank you so much, Darcy. I'm so happy to be here with you. Really such an honor to have you with us. So it's Desert Island Torah, three pieces of Torah that you would take to a desert island. What do they mean to you? Why are they so important to you? Really looking forward to learning and finding out your three pieces. So if we jump right in, should we go with your first piece? Okay, Darcy, absolutely. And thank you so much for doing this. I love the ambition to spread Torah and uh, and Torah that really speaks to people, that emerges from the lave, that emerges from one's heart and speaks to people's hearts. And, uh, you know, it's on that note that I would, I would begin in my very first piece is a speech that Rabbi Soloveitchik of blessed memory, the, of course, uh, um, giant of Torah that so much fuels Yeshiva University and our entire community, uh, you know, that's, that's rooted uh, in his thinking, his wisdom. So he once said at a Chagas Mika speech, and I'm quoting him. I wouldn't say this. He said that I have very few good qualities. I would never say that about the Rav. The Rav said that about himself. I have very few good qualities. But one of those qualities is that I cannot imitate anybody else. I can only be who I am. He said that when he came to America, the Balabats, and he said, lay leaders, they, they try to be very helpful. And they told him that he has to Americanize. You know, he's not going to make it. And he said, I cannot change who I am. I have to be truthful to my soul. So it's not, God forbid, a sense of uh, uh, gaiva, God forbid, ever. It's a sense of tselem elokim, of being true. Everyone's created in God's divine image. You have to be true to, to who you are. The Rav said that that's actually the reason why he loves Yeshiva University. People ask him, what's his affinity to Yeshiva University? He said he only, he, he respects rabbis and institutions that stand for something. That understand who they are. And we'll go back to why in a moment. But what's key for the Rav, for himself, and I think for, for me, for everyone, is this real... Um, internalization that we're created by Tzalem Elohim in God's divine image 
And that our job, our role, our tafkid, our purpose is to find who we are. You know, for us, I often say that education, when I think of education, education is not just a light into the world. It's a window into your soul. And you find, you develop yourself. That's why it's so important not just to study the Torah part, but the Madda part. And you have to find out who you are, which is your entire self. You know, the entire, our, our at Yeshiva University, our entire schedule, you know, from eating in the cafeteria to what you do at night to Shabbat during the day, it's all about finding your Tzalamelokim. It was a great uh, quote from this movie, a chariot of fire that nobody under a certain age has seen. I'm pretty sure about that. So I don't know if any of your listeners will know. But if you do, if you don't, go to the soundtrack. You can Google Chariot of Sound. It's a great soundtrack. And in this movie, it's about this runner named Eric Ludell, Scottish runner. And he was born into a family of pastors. And there's one scene where his sister comes over to him and says, I don't understand there. Why are you wasting your whole life? Why aren't you doing something more meaningful? And he answers her and says, that God has given me the gift of speed. And when I run, I feel his presence. We all have a different way of feeling Hashem. And our goal in life is to is to grow ourselves, to find that, to find who we are. And whether you're a runner or an artist or a doctor, you know, whoever you are, you know, you have to find the place where you can find Hashem's presence in your life. There's one thing I know, and this is the most important, I always tell this, you know, to my children, uh, to our students is that Hashem loves you. Hashem loves you for who you are. So find who you are and develop you. That is the first, that is the first uh, Torah I would take with me and hold with me uh, on both a desert island and in a crowded room. It would be more important in a crowded room, by the way, not to imitate, like what the Rav said, to not feel the need to imitate others. We live in a, in a community that sometimes is challenged by this notion, you know. Um, but, you know, we aspire uh, to, to be true to ourselves. Okay, that's the first one, Darcy. Amazing. I really, really connect to that so much um so much and i love that and i think the ralph says in one of his essays and it's an essay is called the community and he speaks about how before we reach the community we have to find ourselves because obviously the goal is being part of a community but in order to bring to the community into the klal we have to know ourselves and have find that unique sense of self and what we bring to the klal and it's such an important message thank you for sharing yeah and i love that you put it in that context darcy because that is absolutely the case meaning when we develop ourselves, it's not, God forbid, you know, a sense of just uh, self-actualization. It, actually, we develop ourselves in order to give. Meaning, 
And this is in contrast to in uh, so much of society around us, uh, you know, which is very consumer driven about uh, thinking about how does the individual, how do you benefit and, and, and take in all, you know, your enjoyment, your enjoyment and your uh, focus on, on I. I think Rabbi Sachs uh, once said that the consumer uh, society was founded by Steve Jobs, who walked down the mountain with two tablets, you know, the iPad one and the iPad two. And, and he created this culture or a culture that was created focused on the I, 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 I. And for us, you know, we should never, God forbid, confuse the point, which is that every Nisham is precious. Hashem loves each individual. And the goal is for you to grow yourself in order to give, in order to live a life of service and contribution. It's not the individual alone on a deserted island, if I may say. It's the individual within the community. So you develop yourself, but but it's for chesed. Meaning our core values include tarat adam, it's in developing yourself. But secondly, it's tarat chesed. It's you do it in order to give to others. It's the individual within the context of community. It's not a coincidence that all of our tefillah is in Rabin, is Lashon Rabin, is in plural. Everything we always daven for. Rafua, uh, you know, Yeshua, Hatzlacha, uh, Parnasa, everything is in, everything is in plural. Why is everything in plural? Because when it comes to tefillah, it's not just what's in your heart, but who's in your heart. When you're davening, and davening is avodah service of the heart. You're davening not only for yourself, your tzalamah can find yourself, but in service to help other, and other people need to be in your heart also. You need to be davening belashon rabbi. You know, and that's a very, I love the piece that you referenced. It's so important. It's the community. It's the individual, but within the community. You know, so let's let's make that all part of that. Absolutely. So should we move into your second piece? Sure. So um, the second piece is, um, how about... I'll, I'll do the second half, uh, the second part of what the Rav said about the institutions. The Rav said that um, he respected why he was an institution because it stands for, uh, it stands for something. So, you know, the, the emblem, the logo of Yeshiva University is uh, Torah Mada that's written right on the emblem, which describes what we do. Uh, what do we do? We do Torah Mada, we study Torah, we study the academic uh, uh, studies, you know, thank God. Um, but what, what I found is that that was the emblem after 1946. But before 1946, there was another emblem. 
When YU, 1946, YU became a university. But before 1946, we were a college and a yeshiva, and there was another emblem. Now, the reason why this is significant for me specifically, I'll, I'll tell you the Pasuk, and I'll tell you the, the Gemara, the, the Torah that it references. The Pasuk is, Vaya emunati techa, chosein yeshua chachma v'das. So Pasuk in Yishai. Why is that on the emblem of Yeshiva College and, and the Yeshiva before 1946? So I assume it's referencing a Gemara. There's a Gemara in Shabbos, Laman that says that there are six questions that are going to be asked each individual. And they're Omed the Din, Shana. At the end of 120 years, there's six questions. And the Rava learns the six questions from this Pasuk. And each word references another question. For example, Nasata Nasata Amuna, did you deal in business faithfully? It's from Amuna. Kavata Itamotorah. Where you convey itza matora, do you establish time to, or do you establish your times for Torah, you know, from the Tech? And there's six questions about family, a sakta b'perivia, and chachma, and and papalta b'chachma, and and learning tipita Yeshua. Did you not just? I love that you said, Darcy, that you're uh, on your way aliyah. Because see, Pizza Yeshua isn't just did you wait for the Yeshua? That would be Chikita Yeshua. You know, the Rambam writes in Arabic, but translated that of the of the Yud Gimel of the thirteen beliefs, he talks about we wait. You know, it, it's been you know summarized into Anima Amin Bemunushleim Vizavim calls it Achakelo. I wait. So wait is very past. But the questions you're going to be asked is Sipita. Did you seek? Did you anticipate? Did you work for the Yeshua? That's the question that's going to be asked. And Havanta Dabar Mitoch Dabar, did you live a life of thinking, of reading, of, of thoughts, of depth, of analysis, where you've learned, you know, critically how to evaluate one thing from the next? There are six questions that God will ask him. And that's what the Pasuk teaches. And it struck me that 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 was the Pasuk that was on the Yeshiva emblem. It wasn't Torah Ramada. It was Vaya Amunat Yeshua because really what you're doing when you're learning, and it's not just true when you're learning in yeshiva, but learning throughout your life, is you're preparing yourself to answer these questions. So this is really interesting. To me. I just found this out, Darcy, last week. But I'll tell you why this was so amazing to me. It's because I just wrote a book that was published. I just got it. Yeah. So the book is called The Final Exam, Letters to Our Students. So let me read you the back cover for a second. 
This is true. It's right here. It must have been published beforehand. It says, at the end of our days, the Talmud teachers will be asked questions about how we spent our time here in this world. Our answers to these questions built a better tomorrow. How well we do on this final exam is determined by our choice today. And I wrote this book based on this pasuk. And showing how to live a life, or, you know, from my own experiences. In yeshiva, you know, the lessons I've learned. Maybe it's applicable, maybe not. Everybody has to find their own derech. That's the, that's the Rob's point about everybody in Samuel Kim. But to the extent that it resonates and that it's that it's helpful um, about a journey to try to answer these questions. And and then I found out that that was Yeshiva's motto. I thought that was amazing. Such a coincidence. Yeah. So it, it's a coincidence, but it's not a coincidence, is the point. Is that even without it being on the logo, I understood being a student of Yeshiva. I mean, me personally, I was I started at YU when I was 13 years old. I mean, I went to the high school. Let me go back further. My father, Irene Kaparat Mishkavo, a blessed memory, he just passed away four months ago. I'll talk about him maybe a little after. And he um, he was the president of the Yeshiva College Student Council. When we were sitting Shiva, somebody brought in the yearbook, Yeshiva College yearbook of his year. And if, he, if we flipped through it and he showed me a picture of my father and Dr. Belkin, who was the former president of Yeshiva University, at the 75th convocation of YU. It's a picture because of my father, Dr. Belkin, and the president of Stern College student body. Because Dr. Belkin asked them both to, to make the 75th convocation. The name of the woman on the picture is Rosalie Bayer. That's my mother. My father and mother met as the presidents of their respective student councils in yeshiva, introduced by Dr. Belkin, the president. So I was literally born into the family. And then I went to the high school, the college. I studied in Gush, the Rebbe Umari, Varan Lichtenstein Zetzal, whose influence on me remains a permanent presence in my life. And, um, um, and then I went to Yeshiva University, Smicha, and uh, graduate school. But the point is, I didn't even know this pasuk was on the emblem, but I knew that this pasuk was on the emblem because this is what we teach. Torah Mad is what we do. Who do you become? That's Vayamunatita. These are the questions that Hashem. And everyone's going to answer it differently. Like it's, there's no one answer. That's the whole point. You know, but you, you'll find yourself, it'll give you the, you know, it's always good when you have, uh, when you're in college, you have a course, and there's guiding, you know, guiding questions. So, you know, I'll guide, you know, so that you, 
live that life of meaning and purpose. So that is my second. That is my second tar. The Gemara in Shabbos. Amazing. Such an amazing message. And it's so powerful to see your connection with YU. Um, really, really special. So should we move into your third piece? Absolutely, Darcy. Thank you. So I'm going to say for my third, we're fin- you know, it, there's so much Torah to say. This week, this week's partial, we're finishing Sefer Shemos. So for my third, I'll just take what's in front of us and say Bereshus and Shemos. So now we just finished Bereshus and Shemos. So I'll take the first two. Now, <laughs> um, I actually, I just taught at certain colleges past fall, say for Bereshus and the Avos. And the reason why I take Bereshus and Shemos is because I am a firm uh, believer in the profound message of Ma'asa Avot Siman Lebanim. Now, this is true on many levels. You know, the Ramban talks about what happens to the Avos literally, you know, happens to the Banim afterwards. You know, all of Avram, famine, going to Mitzrayim, uh, the, the Negaim, uh, you know, the coming out with Rechush Gadol, like the whole story, uh, you know, literally, it's a Misa about Siman Um, But I think even broader than that is the importance of rooting your identity in the past. The importance of seeing that who you are is a continuation of the Avot and Imahot. And I don't just mean the matriarchs and the patriarchs. I mean the fathers and the mothers. First of all, your own fathers. You know, we're coming closer to um, uh, to Nisan. You know, we just learned in Purim to connect the two. We learned about Mordechai. What does the Torah say about Mordechai? The Megillah say, Ushmo Mordechai, Ben Yair, Ben Shimi, Ben Kish, Ishi. Not just Ben Yadi. His name is not just Mordechai. He is Mordechai, Ben Yadi, Ben Shimi, Ben Kish. We are the product of our parents and great and grandparents and great grandparents. And we are a continuation of them and their heritage. And in a generation that decides identity. Uh, and, you know, by your latest feeling, uh, which is so much part of the consumer society. We have a covenantal way, which goes back much deeper and gives us deep roots. You know, I mentioned that my father passed away, and this resonates with me for a number of reasons this year. Uh, one of which is just my, the way that I've experienced um, the chiyuv of Kaddish and Tefillah Barabin, the kindness of people. You know, I was in uh, our students, uh, have, we, we have this experiential education, it's not just in the classroom, but they travel. So I was with them we were in Rome, one group of students, leadership scholars, another group of leadership scholars were in Morocco, each one meeting a whole different network of uh, uh, new communities. 
Um, so when I'm with the students, it's very easy to go to a minyan. I have the in in bed uh, tefillah. But there was one day I was going from Rome to Morocco, and the students already left. And my flight was before sunset. I didn't have mincha. The, the shul in Rome, the Avon did sunset. I didn't have mincha. So I um, I went to the, to the school. There's one Jewish school in Rome. And I said to the head of school, I said, I'm, I'm saying Kaddish. No problem. Anytime you want, you come here in the afternoon. Come in the afternoon. Ten teenagers, some with kippot, some without kippot, come out of class to help me memorialize my and say Kaddish. It's amazing. I said, thank you so much. It's, I'm so touched by your kindness. I, I then got on a plane and I flew to Casablanca. The students were in Marrakesh. And we knew that by the time I get to Casablanca, it would be um, after sunset. There's one shul in Casablanca, and they dab in sunset. So we called one of the parents of our students. Our students are from all over the world. We have students from Casablanca. He said, no problem. Whenever Rabbi Berman lands in Casablanca, just come to the synagogue. My flight's delayed. Finally, I get there. It's like 10.30 at night. Standing there is the parent with nine other men. And because they thought that I might be hungry, they brought a four-course meal to eat with me. I was with them until like 1.30. It was like a homecoming. People I never met before. So what is it that links us, that moves us to be able you know, to help commemorate I'll go even further, Darcy, because ended. So after Marrakesh, I went to London. And, you know, I had a busy schedule. And Baruch Hashem, I found Reb Chunas. That is an impressive place. And easily, I entered into the circle of tefillah to say Kaddish. So what is it that combines us that I could go to Rome, Morocco, London. And why are people so concerned about helping me in commemorating my father's past? So the answer, if, if I was just, if my identity was just started when I was born or afterwards, it wouldn't make any sense. But of course, the answer is that we're all one family. And that we're bound by a covenant. And it started with Abraham and Sarah. And then it continued with Yitzchak and Abraham. And it continued down the generations. And we are all their children. So my loss is their loss. They helped me commemorate my father. Not just because we're bound by the dead, it's because we're bound by a covenant life. And it all starts from Masa Avotsimalabani, it's Bereshit. And then Shemot is the Gula, is the redemption. You know, if we'd start ourselves from the Avot, 
mitzvot. And we all start there. Where do we end? We end at Gula. We end at redemption. And just like the Maisa Avot in the in the stories in Breshit, in Sefer Shemot, it's also Maisa of Gula. You know, and that's what we see on, on Pesach as we approach the coming uh, the coming Chag. You know, we start the conversation by Arami Obed Avi. But we end the conversation with Shana Habab Yerushalayim. You know, and it's it's really essential, going back to the first thing we spoke about, which is what we teach at Yeshiva and, and our community, our values of our community is to teach that, like Martin Luther King said, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. It starts at the Avot, and it ends at justice for all. And what we teach is how you find yourself and develop yourself so that you can work to bend the arc for the Jewish community and for our broader society. And that's the great project of the Jewish people. That's Epitza Yeshua. So when you have in, in Bereshit and Shemot, you have the, the model for us which is being deeply rooted and forward-focused. Deeply rooted, anchored in your identity in the past. That fuels us. It's the Torah. It's our Sinai. It's our heritage. It's the MS. It's the truth. Anchored in the truth. And moving ahead and helping the Jewish people and the world move ahead towards Gula, towards redemption. Now, these are all part of our core Torah values about who we are. This is the theme. Of, this is the book, by the way, of the final exam. Meaning this is how to live a life of those where you'll be able to answer those questions. You know, it's it's. It's recognizing, using Breshit and Shemot as the model. You know, and ultimately, the end of Sefer Shemot, you know, Sefer Shemot doesn't end in Gula of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim ended a long time ago. So what's the rest of the Parshiot in Shemot? What is Truma Tetzaveh, a little bit of Kitisa, Vayako Bukudeh? So that, and the Nitziv talks about this, that the that Sefer Shemot in, he writes, called Sefer Shani, it's the second book of creation. Creation was a time where God created the world and he was differentiated from the world. The end of Shemot is when we bring God back into the world. You create a Mishkan. So creation, God had to be mitzamtein, he had to condense himself to create the world. And they have the whole story of Bereshit Shmos to get to the end where Moshe was able to build a place to bring Hashem back in of the Mishkan. You know, and that place, that place uh, is um, is our ultimate goal. Is everything we do is a kol lichlodo. It's all in the honor of Hashem. And it's bringing Hashem into the world. 
So that's the model of Sefer Shemot. Wow, thank you so much, Rabbi Dr. Ari Berman, for joining us today and sharing incredible Torah. It's been a real zikot. Thank you for listening to Desert Island Torah. Feel free to share our podcast with family and friends so that we can reach out to Amisrael. And if you enjoyed that episode, please feel free to download and subscribe. And if you want to discuss your own Desert Island Torah, get in touch at desertislandtorah at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening. Thank you.